like, hey, these people claim to be something that they're not. So it's like this reputation of them is just kind of ruined. I don't want to associate with like being a Christianity because they claim to be something that they're not. If you put in the work now, you, we're just going to be able to live forever in God's glory. The time that you live now is it's not really as important as it might seem in the moment. the Honeytown FCA Overtime Podcast, where our aim is to build up and encourage high school athletes and students to grow and live out their faith. Each episode will seek to answer challenging questions that you all have asked through authentic interviews with members of our Honeytown High School community. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Uh, what's up? podcast people, uh, podcast listeners. Thanks uh, for tuning in once again to our FCA Overtime Podcast. Um, We say it every week, but we love hearing from you guys and your encouragement. It's been kind of wild, some of the uh, random people that have sent me messages who have been listening and been encouraged by it. So thank you for continually listening to us. Um, I'm here again with my co-host, Tommy Bean. What's going on, everyone? Excited to be here again. (laughs) Hopefully we only have to record this one time. Listen, we only had to record last week's one time, so we're figuring it out. We're learning. But we are experimenting today with something new. We now not only have one guest, um, but we are joined by two very special guests. Neither of them are juniors or swimmers, so we're branching out. We are are, uh, moving on up. But we are here today with some of our favorite people, uh, J.D. Boley and Andrew Greist. What's up, guys? What's going on? Um, we're excited to talk to them today. Um, I think this today's episode is going to be uh, uh, really an encouragement to a lot of you guys, um, especially those of you that are kind of just in this journey of of seeking who Jesus is and finding out, you know, how does that how does that work with my life and and, and where do I go from here? So um, let's just go ahead and let's get into it. All right. So question of the day for JD and Andrew: If you could have any superpower, what would it be? And why? It could be anything, like anything extra. I feel like it'd have to be invisibility. All right. <laughs> That's good. I, I like I that. just feel like you can do whatever you want and just, I don't know, hide behind people, <laughs> pop out of nowhere. But you don't really have to hide behind them if you're invisible. I, yeah, that's true. But you could hide right in front of them. Yeah. yeah. That's good and just do whatever you want. Yeah. All right. Uh, mine would probably be able to read minds because I feel like if you can read other people's minds, like you always know what they're thinking. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I think that would be my least favorite superpower. You don't want to know? What, no, knowing what people are thinking about them, be like, who's a big loser? Or like, this guy's a horrible teacher. Like, I'd rather just not know what's in their mind. Yeah, that's true. That's probably smart. I don't know. I see. think. What about you? Mike what about me? Take it. How you go could take it? I don't. I just. Oh, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. Um, I'd have to watch my my thoughts around you. Sometimes. <laughs> um, my superpower. So like something like teleportation would be like really easy because I hate driving, but like, like the ability to like just pop like food out or something. I don't know like what you would call that as a superpower, but like just be able to like think about food and poof, there it is. Instead of like having to cook it or go get it or something. 
You know, That'd be really convenient. Yeah, like the, old, like the old man in me, instead of like going grocery shopping or something, like I could just think about it and then boom, there yeah. it is. But like if we're talking like normal superpowers that people actually like have in movies and stuff, then I'm going uh, teleportation. teleportation. Yeah. I don't like driving or flying or any of that. So, You don't want to fly? No. I like, have like a, a bird. <clears throat> incredibly um, uh, irrational fear of heights. Oh. So, okay. Um, Makes sense. We can talk about that at a later uh, later time, later date. Um, all right, Tommy, what's yours? My would, mine would probably be super speed because <laughs> have you ever seen The Flash? The Flash can technically run in midair, so that's basically flying. And you can also basically be invisible because you run so fast no one can see you. So I, could, I would also be the best swimmer ever and just like a dominant athlete. That's a good one. See, that's the difference between like JD and me. Like he's like, that's a good one, and I just want to like make fun of you, <laughs> <laughs> or like say something stupid like I already have that superpower or something like. Well, we all know that it's not <laughs> anything close to the truth. But that's correct. You can keep, you can tell yourself that. It's, it's alright. Yeah, sure. Who do you think is the fastest one out of three of us? If we were to do like the 40, 40 times, well, it's, 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 it's gotta be me, right? It's gotta be me. Andrew thinks he's fast. One hundred percent me. Andrew thinks he's fast. He's not fast. I think I'm last. Probably. I don't know. I got like short bursts. Like really short. 40 is <laughs> like a long, 40, yeah. 40 is like a little longer than short, like 10 yards. What if we did like a 10 yard dash? Who's winning? Me? Nah. Probably me. JD's last in the 10 yard dash. I can feel it. He's got a little Andrew legs. thinks he's fast. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, we can settle this. We'll let you know. Actually, I think after this, we should go out and actually run it. Do a and race. then uh, next week, we'll tell you who wins. Okay. Um, I don't like to lose, JD. I don't like to lose, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right, but um, we are excited to talk to them today. Like I said, both guys have been uh, coming around to FCA and just kind of thinking about who this Jesus is. So uh, just a quick question for you guys. Uh, it's super generic, and you guys can take this in any way you want, yeah. but what do you think of this, this whole faith um, business, Christianity? Like, what are your, like, when you think about faith, when you think about Christianity, um, what are some of the things that come to mind? I feel like in order to make your faith better, you have to like strive for it and it takes like perseverance and I don't want to say hard work because that, that sounds like kind of cliche, but it's something you should be doing every day and thinking about. And almost not to the point where you're like thinking about it, it should just be like second nature. It should be, but like it's like hard to do if it's not developed, but you got to develop over time. Uh, the first thing I think of when I think of Christianity is uh, people in need. I think that people that are going through a hard time in life, that it's easier for them to find the way to the Lord and stuff like that. But that's the first thing I think of just because I think they need it the most. So that's the first person I think of when I think of Christianity is people in need and help. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like both of those. I love that, like, I know, like, J.D., you think it's, like, kind of cliche to say you got to put the work in, but, like, you do. God definitely reveals himself to people in, in, in really miraculous ways. But a lot of times, you know, we expect to just understand and just to know without, you know, we talk about it every week, about without spending time in the Word, without listening to a podcast, without spending time with God. Like, there is, like, if you are generally wanting to, to know more about the Lord, and I hear this a lot from, from people of, you know, I, I just don't know. Well, you haven't really done any of the work to do it. Like, it's not going to be, I shouldn't say it's not, because like I said, the Lord can work in whatever way, but if you are 
genuinely curious about you know who the Lord is, who Jesus is, like you do have to to do a little bit on your own. You do have to kind of seek him out. So I think that's awesome and and I would 100% agree with you Andrew with that, you know, sometimes it's a lot easier when you have nothing else to rely on. You know, you are in, in desperate need. It's a lot easier to come to the Lord in those moments, um, which is a hard thing for a lot of us in this area because a lot of us don't know what it means to be yeah. in need, you know. How have you guys tried to put in the work, per se, to learn more about who Jesus is and, and to kind of take another step on that, that journey? What have, you guys, what have you guys done? I think a, an easy thing you can do is praying. Praying is like, like I do it before I go to sleep. It's just something you can do no matter what time of the day it is. You can do it anywhere. I also try and like get my friends to like come to FCA introduce people to Orlandi, but uh, going to church on Sundays is definitely something that every Christian should do. Uh, it's something I do. I go to FCA like often. I don't go every time just because of schoolwork and stuff, and then like sometimes I go to church too, but the thing with that is like since I'm not very like educated on the whole faith, it's kind of hard for me to like understand like what a lot of people are saying, so finding like the right church is kind of like important to me because like some churches I don't like going to because it's like really hard for me to like understand what they're talking about stuff like that but like uh, finding a church is that it makes it easy for you to understand is definitely helps a lot more and has definitely helped me a lot more than probably anything else so no definitely I agree you definitely have to um, find a church that is biblical for sure and one that you're gonna grow in um, but one of the things that I did like that you told me the other day was finding different podcasts um, and, and sharing that with me. So you want to talk a little bit about that? And not, it wasn't this podcast. It was a, it was a different <laughs> podcast. Uh, I found one earlier that was, uh, it just talked about like simple questions and stuff that maybe like not the most educated person when it comes to the faith might not know. So it was like simple questions about like, like what the pastor does and like pastors are held to like a different standard compared to everybody else because they're the ones that have to shed the light from the Lord onto everybody else. So it's just simple questions like that that I just don't understand. But because of the, I guess, opportunity that the podcast gave me, it helped understand a little bit more. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was, when you told me that um, the other day in the middle of workouts, um, I thought that was really cool that you took the initiative to go and, and to search that and to, to find something on your own. Um, that. That was really awesome, and it was a big encouragement to hear. Um, so thank you guys for sharing those. All right, so with that said, Angie, you kind of already answered this, but for J.D., I was going to ask, not not really necessarily a struggle, but just something that... In my faith? Yeah, um, or just just something that kind of prevents you from, or is, like, hard to get past in order to get deeper in your faith and, you know, find out more. I feel like a lot of people feel the same way, but just laziness, and, like, we all feel like we're doing fine without Jesus when reality we're not and we're just lazy to put in the work and the effort. I can definitely relate to you on that note, you know, as someone who um, strives to build my relationship with Jesus, you know, every day I f definitely feel like laziness and like when things are going good, you know, you don't really, you only really think to thank God, you know, or like spend, spend more time with the Lord, you know, it's only when times like when you're struggling really bad where you kind of seek, seek God and stuff like that. So I definitely think that that's definitely a challenge for people who might not be that educated, I guess, or people who, you know, 
are solid followers of Jesus and stuff. Well, actually, one of the things that I have struggled with is, um, like, I never really needed it before, so I get into the attitude of, like, I haven't needed it before, like, I don't need it now. But also, like, most of the people that are that claim to be Christians, they don't act as if they are Christians. So it kind of gave me, like, a bad reputation growing up of, like, hey, these people claim to be something that they're not. So it's, like, this reputation of them is just kind of ruined. Like, I don't want to be a part of them, so I don't want to... I don't want to associate with like being a Christianity because they claim to be something that they're not. So it just kind of threw me off, and that's one of the bigger reasons I haven't fully committed. That's so true. I mean, it's even more shows the importance of living out what you preach. I guess you know, saying claiming one thing and then doing something totally opposite can have that exact effect. Like you said, it makes you not want to be associated with that. You know, it makes makes Christians look like hypocrites. You know, and there are like the Bible tells us, beware pro- false prophets. People claim to be Christians, but then live a like a completely opposite lifestyle. Can have a huge effect on what other people think about Christianity, and you know, can stunt their faith growth. And so that's all the more reason, you know, to if you really want to live for Jesus, you know, claim you're a Christian, then you're going to be watched more than you think you are. Like people are going to pay more attention, and you know, kind of look for reasons to say, well, that's very like it's pretty hypocritical of you to do. So just constantly being aware of your actions, you know, just prevents you from living one way differently than how you claim to live. Yeah, I mean, that's something, you know, as, a, as someone who sort of has a little bit of influence in a platform, I and mean, we all have platforms, you know, whether it's our sport, whether it's a classroom, FCA, coaching, whatever it may be, Matthew tells us to let our light shine before men so that they may see our good deeds and, and praise our Father in heaven. And that's something that sticks out to me because I'm, I certainly have never, not always been the best example of what it means to be Christ-like. We've already talked about, you know, my sarcasm on here. There's just so many times where it's just easier to respond as, as the world would, you know, to, to be impatient, to, to complain, to, to be bitter. Um, in fact, <laughs> oh, Andrew can uh, attest to some of my coaching flaws in different situations and different responses that I look back at and think I definitely could have handled it a different way. I do think, too, that we as believers probably need to do a better job of kind of admitting, though, that we aren't perfect. You know, I think sometimes we, we need we pretend like we have everything all together and we pretend that, you know, we are, you know, righteous. And, and, and it's just a lie. Like, it's a lie when we, when we try to put on this fake perfect image instead of saying, I, str- I struggle. I struggle with this. I struggle with with um, my attitude. I struggle with complaining. I struggle with whatever it may be. But we are so worried that we're not going to look like this perfect Christian. But then it turns people off, like what Andrew was saying, when, when we are struggling but haven't actually said, like, and, but we're li- talking one way and we're, we're acting another way. And it's such a huge notice. Um, so that's awesome. Thank you guys both for sharing that. All right, guys, so we're going we're gonna to wrap up this conversation with um, one question, which is kind of the opposite of this, is um, we just kind of talked about like what has kept you guys from pursuing Christ, but um, both you guys are, have been so encouraging in the fact that you are journeying to learn more about the Lord and see you know, who He is. So what's kind of uh, motivated you to do that? What's drawn you into learning more about who Jesus is? Uh, one of the things for me actually is, um, it's, it doesn't really make sense, but for me it's actually been sports. I spend a lot of time with Rolandi just playing a bunch of sports and stuff, so that's actually just spending time with him alone has kind of helped like, bring me closer. Being able to just go out and play sports and, like, because I used to have, like, 
be like a huge head case and not as much as I used to be, but coming to realize that like, hey, not everything is as important as it seems short term and long term, it doesn't really matter. It's only gonna matter for that day, maybe even a week, but at the end of the day, uh, when you're 80 years old or 80 years from now, you're not even going to remember it. And even 100 years from now, most people aren't even going to really, or like a thousand years, no one's really going to remember you. So the time that you live now is it's not really as important as it might seem in the moment. So just kind of coming to that realization kind of helped. So I, sports would probably be reason for me. Yeah, coming off of what Andrew said, um, short term and long term, I think the thought of everlasting life, there was a FCA meeting where you actually pointed that out with the rope. Yeah, yeah. And like how small, minuscule your, uh, our life is to like everlasting life. And like, it's just insane. If you put in the work now, you, we're just gonna be able to live forever in God's glory. And Orlandi has done a good job with helping me with my faith, asking me questions. Dude, I don't know, like, about how you just felt about that, but hearing JD um, share that's something you talked about. So he was uh, referring, Tommy did a talk in FCA the other day, and, he, and the fact that here right now that your obedience to the Lord helped out JD, I think that's awesome. Yeah, it really is. All right, so to kind of bounce off of that, how would viewing, that, viewing life that way, knowing that your life is, your time on earth is very, small compared to the rest of eternity how would you say that kind of changes if it does change um the way that you just kind of go about each day i think that um, our lives go by super quickly so i think it's really important just to live in the present because before we know <clears throat> before we know it we're going to be old and lv or landy's age <laughs> but just living in the present is important and just not overthinking anything. Uh, I think uh, it changes. I don't really think about it that much, to be honest with you, but I guess if it had to change something, it would be like uh, like that the minor details, they don't really matter as much as I used to put an emphasis on them. So like getting mad over something literally doesn't matter, so there's no point getting mad over it. But other than that, I don't think it really changes the way that I've looked at anything. That's awesome. Um, you guys, this has been um, such a cool interview. Um, just hearing you guys' hearts and, and how real you guys have been and just talking through where you guys are on your journey and, and you know, how you guys are trying to learn a little bit more about, about faith and, and, and who Jesus is. Um, it's been a real encouragement. I'll wrap this up here. I do, um, if you guys don't mind, I want to pray for you guys. And, and then we'll uh, close it out. Heavenly Father, God, thank you so much for Andrew and JD coming on and joining us. God, thank you for just their willingness to, to be real and share their hearts and where they are, because we know that so many students, so many people are in that same spot where, you know, we're, we're figuring it out. We're figuring out who you are, God, and we just ask that you please continue to just reveal yourself to them, reveal yourself to all of us, help us to grow in our faith. Um, we love you, and we thank you for this opportunity to share these stories. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, guys, any last words? Uh, no, just thanks for having me, Orlandi. Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Love you guys. We hope you found this week's episode encouraging in seeing how God continues to stay faithful and work in our Huntingtown community. 1 John 2.17 says, The world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. 
This temporary world is in a continual process of disintegration, but God's will is permanent and unchanging. If we accept the plan He has for us and abide by His will, we are offered eternal life by which we will be able to live eternally in heaven when our life on earth has ended. Thanks again for listening and be sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Your feedback is greatly appreciated so don't be shy and leave a comment in the Honeytown FCA Instagram page where we post about our podcast episodes. Stay tuned for next week and God bless.